This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to a fabulous Tuesday night here on Manuatu People Radio Triple Nine AM. Palmy Pride Show. I'm Cam. I'm Andy. And I'm Matt here. Mm-hmm. And we're all back after various uh, weeks well, well, of. We were back last week. We were week, back last week. We, we were. Yeah, not that this means anything to you folks listening either, but we're in the other studio. Yes. We've yeah. been. We've been. We're out the back. To that other studio. The, yeah. the number two. The sli- rear one. Slightly least gram- glamorous one without yeah. a window. Um, we'll just have to spread some glitter in here. Now, we are recording a show. Uh, we're pre-recording this, let's be honest. Um, and I have literally just opened my Facebook um, and found, unfortunately found some sad news. Um, so, unfortunately, Georgina Bayer has passed. So uh, this this show is being recorded on Monday. Sorry to spoil the illusion. Um, but uh, we've just seen an article from Radio New Zealand, so RNZ. Uh, the world's first openly transgender mayor and MP, Georgina Bayer, has passed after a long illness. Friends of the groundbreaking politician activist say she died at 3.30 on Monday. And they said she had been surrounded by close friends and family over the past week and she'd been accepted and she had accepted what was happening and cracking jokes until her final moments. At Bayer's request, there will be no funeral service, but a memorial service will be held at a later date. Elected to the Carterton District Council in 1993, Bayer won a landslide victory in the Carterton mayoral race, mayoral election in 1995 and was re-elected in 1998. Nominated by Labour as its candidate for the Wairapa, for the 1999 election, she won the seat from broadcaster Paul Henry, with the biggest swing in New Zealand. With the biggest swing in New Zealand that year, and it took place as her backbencher and Labour Alliance coalition government. She was re-elected in 2002 as a list MP between 2005 and 2007, and she retired from Parliament. Her election as the world's first transgender mayor and MP attracted worldwide attention and she was interviewed by global news organisations such as CNN, BBC and Time magazine. She also had her life story in the book A Change of Better. Uh, A Change for the Better. After her political career, she struggled to find work and was diagnosed with chronic kidney disease in 2013 for which she needed daily dialysis. However, in 2014, she had another crack at politics, joining the Mana Party and standing in Te Tai Taonga electorate. Standing for Mana was her way of making amends to Māori after being forced to vote for the Foreshore and Seabed Act during her time as an MP, she said. Her bid for Te Taonga was unsuccessful. Sorry, Te Tai Taonga was unsuccessful. In 2020, she was made a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit, uh, for the Queen's Birthday Honours. Labour Rainbow Caucus chairperson and North Co MP Shannon Halbert said Rainbow Caucus was deeply deeply saddened by the news. She was a trailblazer in Rainbow Community 
and the Rainbow Community for providing a voice and leadership to our community as the world's first openly transgender MP, Halbert, wrote on Facebook. She was a champion of human rights and a gen and gender identity and will be greatly missed, not only for the Rainbow Community, but across New Zealand. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure she was on Dancing with the Stars as well. I think she was. Yes. That's that's the one I remember. Like, I remember the politics, but I remember Dancing <coughs> with the Stars. Yes. So, um, a bit of a bit of news just to, yeah, ponder on, I guess. Yes. Uh, we should just go to a song. We will. Our first song Thank for this you. evening is uh, Me, Myself uh, by uh, Joan... Joan Trading. Yes, here we go. I sit here by myself and you know I love you. You know I don't want someone to come pay me. I want to be by myself. I came in.
that was uh, my, Me, Myself uh, by Joanne. Joan. Joan. Last name? I'm a trading. I'm a trading. What, she, what is she trading is the question. Uh, um, she was iconic in the 80s. Was the last name though? It just kind of leads yeah. into what is she trying? Anyway, I'm going to jump onto an article because I think that we need something um, to just distract us completely. Um, what do you got? I don't know whether this is. I find it funny because he's a numpty, not the word I was going to use. But um, according to Brian Tamaki, bless his little heart, uh, who leads Destiny Church in New Zealand, Cyclone Gabrielle was an act of God brought on by. Porn users. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Moral depravity and degradation. A conclusion he came to by watching porn for research. For research. So he was watching porn himself. For research. For research. A self-styled apostle uh, who also blamed the tragedy on abortions gave an hour on my life, I feel sorry for the church goers, an hour-long sermon that was live-streamed on Facebook. Did he use porn as a backdrop? and claimed that the towns of Gisborne and Hastings were hardest hit by the cyclone because they have the highest number of porn watchers in the country. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. They've also got a fair few of his his members. I don't know how you would work that out scientifically. Like, did they survey? (laughs) Um, The fundamentalist Christian added that he hopped on a porn hopped on, inverted commas, like, so it's a quote, Mm -hmm. hopped on a porn site. I wonder which one he went to. Mm. Uh, to research the perversion that is linked to bad weather. Does he, does he have a church in Hastings or... I don't know. Or Hastings in, or Napier, I think. Or, anyway, yeah. uh, the New Zealand Herald reporter Tamaki is saying that city in there, Hastings and Gisborne, has the highest number of porn watchers in the country oh. and that it's one of the biggest averages per capita in the world. And they're the biggest watchers of porn... And, and the biggest watchers are... On the porn site of gay porn. I know, um, and I closed it, he thought, and, and thought, I can't do this in church. I can't say this publicly. You did. You um, did. And New Zealand was was earmarked for the destruction because, according to Tamaki, it was the queerest par- it has the queerest parliament in the world. Uh, his reign continued, please stop watching porn, New Zealand. It's getting us in trouble. By the way, I don't watch porn. He just admitted to it before. Uh, the mayor of Gisborne, the mayor of Gisborne, Rahit Stoltz, uh, responding in telling spin-off that Tamaki's claims were disappointing, unhelpful and laughable. She added, we have families struggling after yeah. losing their homes and their livelihoods and, su- and a much-loved community member lost his life. In true Kiwi style, the rest of New Zealand have, bu- have mucked in and supported us in every step of the way. I suggest Brian stop wasting his time researching Pornhub and instead join the rest of New Zealand who have donated time, energy and money to help us get back on our feet. Yeah. Beyond blaming the LGBTQ plus community for natural disasters, Tamaki also founded the White Ring Freedoms New Zealand Political Party. Where are they now? I've not heard much know. about them recently. Mm. Isn't that the one a Sheila of a wife had? Mm-hmm. Uh, stopped progressive legislation from being passed in New Zealand, heading out at a conversion therapy ban after it was passed in 2021. In an article he wrote in the ban... He oh, wrote, wait a minute. So he threw a wobbly about legislation that had already been passed. Yeah. Uh, in an article he wrote that the ban would mean good parents being criminalised for being good parents mm-hmm. and that the LGBT... 
plus community was aggressively dominating cultural discussion. Ahead of the ban, it was found that the legislation was best supported bill in the country's history. Um, Brian Tamaki, I don't know if you're listening, but my personal view is... Um, I think he gets plonker of the week. Well, I think he just needs to get a life. <laughs> get away from the Did porn. you watch the porn? Or did you not watch the porn? Because this article says you did, and then you're yeah. claiming that you didn't. And if so, what porn were you watching? <laughs> was that was there a fetish in there? I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, oh my lord! Uh, yeah, and on that note, we're going to go to a song. And by, if so, what was the fetish? I would mm, like to know. By uh, Darren Hayes, called "Homosexual." Oh, so appropriate. Oh, that'll bring a you know, some bees or something.
that was Darren Hayes with homosexuality. So just to confirm, there are two people that were in Savage Garden, oh, and he God. he was the shorter one. He's the one who's actually made money. He was the shorter one. Was he shorter? I don't know. Yeah, I think he yeah, the was. other one was. I so he's just brought out a new album called Homosexual. Mm, that's because he is one. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to read an article, and then we're going to go to another song. It's speaking of homosexuals. Over to you. All righty. That's right. Harry Styles. Oh, that's uh, right. Hello, sailor. Feather Bowers are now are now few and far between as Harry Styles fans snapped them up ahead of the New Zealand his New Zealand concert. That's right. Former mm. One Direction member Styles is to play Auckland Mount Smart Stadium on the seventh of March, uh, yep. as part of his tour. His Love on tour, world tour. I tell you what, you can play with my stadium. An Auckland show in 2020 was cancelled due to COVID. His fans around the world are uh, affectionately known as Harry's, uh, H-A-R-R-I-E-S, dressed to the nines for the gigs, wearing bright colours and sparkly outfits. Feather Bowers are now a staple of concertgoers' outfits after... The As It Was singer wore a purple feather boa to the Grammys in 2021. Uh, in fact, go. I can confirm that because there was a video yeah. on how to make um, boas out of organza and they <laughs> they actually said at the end of the video, um, so this is in case you can't for some reason find feather boas, these are, these are vegan ones because it's fabric, and they, I'm pretty sure they did mention the Harry Styles... Mm, yeah, as a a spokesperson of Party World in Christchurch said it had experienced a huge spike in feather boa sales in the lead-up to next week's show. And all all of our heart-shaped sunglasses sold out quickly as well, she said. At the beginning, we didn't know what was it for, but when we found out it was for a Harry's concert, we got quite excited as we were big fans ourselves. So uh, she said the store did not expect it for... Uh, Styles concert, but had good supply because it had stocked up for Elton John concerts. Mm, okay. uh, so bonus there because obviously Elton John glasses feather boas. Uh, New Zealand isn't the only place to face a feather boa shortage. While the singer is in town, Styles fifteen note residence residency at Madison Square Garden last o- o- August caused a shortage throughout New York. <laughs> New York City. While Melbourne is currently getting through the tail end of the shortage, because well, they've, they've just had World Pride as well over in mm. Oz. So. Recently, uh, played two shows in the city. So there Love we that. go. So thought feather bowers. I've got a question then. Yeah. So it's just in touch. What it doesn't happen for a very long time. But if and when Elton passes, so you know how Freddie Mercury passed, and then years later, mm. it now seems that um, Adam Lambert is now touring with Queen yeah. and sort of doing that kind of role. Yeah. Heaven forbid it happens, touch wood. Mm. When, if and when Elton passes, do you think Harry Styles will start doing Elton's catalogue? No, Tarantino. You know, the one who played him in the movie. Uh, or Ed Sheeran. T- ta- what? Taron. Taron. Edgerton. Yeah. Edgerton. yeah. Not That's Tarantino. Yeah. Tarantino is a movie director. Yes. Yeah, you, yeah the yeah, thinking. but no, I just, I was mm. kind of like, well, you know, would Harris, because he's flamboyant and. He's got the range, he's got the voice. Oh my God, Gargo would take them on, I reckon. 
She would do his stuff. Yes, she'd champion it. Yeah. But although, um, I have to say, Ed Sheeran has done some, some and, of his stuff yeah, and, and done it well. Oh, and they did a Christmas song Yeah, him and, him and Ed Sheeran are best pals. Mm. Uh, secretly, no secretly, or Eminem could take them on because Elton no, John and Eminem are friends. No, wouldn't, wouldn't touch him <laughs> right, with yours. Okay, this is going to be uh, Sophie, It's Okay to Cry. So we talked about Sophie last week. That was when... Um, there was a winner at uh, what was her name? Wasn't that a movie, Sophie's Choice? You what? No, no, no. <laughs> um, Kim Petras um, was one of the winners uh, in the at the Grammys, and she mentioned that a key um, inspirational icon for her was Sophie. This is Sophie. I never thought I'd see you cry 
If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Just getting, sorry, I was just getting a tour that, of somebody's drag room. That, that's all right. Online. Uh, what article do you have to So I've got a little something special here. Yeah, well, what about the article, though? This is from <laughs> uh, Vernon, uh, Vernon Tilly Vamor. Oh. Um, exactly. Well so, done. Uh, Vernon has on you, pro- Vernon. Um, produced an article for Stuff, um, and we'll try and get it onto our own page, a copy of it. Um, it's a really good article, and it looks at I might see if we can do that now. way back in 85. Um, so Vernon and, and a friend of his um, who worked at the uh, Longburn Freezing Works. Um, are you right there? Yeah, yeah I'm just uh, Malcolm McAllister um, were um, were both activists from way back, and they organised a meeting at the YWC, YMCA Hall here in Palmerston North, um, and organised by Manawatu Gay Rights Association, as Melgra was known back then, um, and it helped cause a rethink and change in tactics of the Homosexual Law Reform Bill combined by both Fran Wilde, the Wellington Central uh, Labour MP sponsoring the bill, and her main support base, the Wellington Gay Task Force. Um, so Vernon is actually here in Palmerston North this week on Friday. Um, uh, he is speaking um, uh, on the history of the Manawatuga Rights Association. Vernon was the one who started Melgra. Um, come join him on Friday, March the 10th at 6pm at the City Library um, for a presentation uh, during Heritage Month. Um, the talk will cover the involvement, um, the involvement of key Palmerston North people um, in gay liberation in New Zealand in the early mid, um, to mid-1970s, the efforts to get a gay, libera- a gay liberation group underway in Manawatu, and the key role played by Malgra in the Homosexual Law Reform Bill campaign. Vernon is indeed one of our heroes. He is a very cool and ongoing um, LGBT activist um, in Aotearoa, New Zealand, and it would be superb to hear him speak. Yes. Uh, Yes, and I think we're planning to have a, a meeting with him in a... A talk and look Definitely at how we, we want can to catch up with this dude. Yes. Uh, how we can uh, bring him some more interviews from his uh, repertoire into it. So we're going to go to, over to our next song, which is by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Just before we do go, um, that pay, that sorry, that article will be up on our Facebook page very yeah. shortly. If you want to have a quick, it, quick read of it, uh, rain on me. Show me a real good time I never asked for the rainbow At least I showed up You showed me nothing at all It's coming down on me Water like misery It's coming down on me I'm ready, rain on me Drop out, at least I'm alive Rain on me Wait, wait. 
Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande. Nice. Um, I'm going to slip something, Ken. <laughs> Stop it. That'd be a first. Um, so about a year ago, unfortunately, one of our dear friends, Kat Pause, Dr. Kat Pause, oh, passed away. So she was a radio presenter here. Um, she had her own show and she was just a hoot of a lady like – Oh, my God, so many giggles. Um, anyway, so there is a uh, memorial exhibition coming up. Uh, the op- it opens on the 11th, and it's at the Squaridge Building. Um, I won't say what it's called on here because there is the little swear word in there. Mm. Um, but it is, I th- from memory, it's called I Love You, You, That. Mm? Mm-hmm. Um, it is photos from the Add Positivity exhibition that was on that photography done by Substantia Jones, uh, who is a lovely lady from the States. Um, so that opens on the 11th at Square Edge. Uh, the opening starts at four in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So it runs from four till about six o'clock. So it's not a late one um, on the 11th of March. So if you are free and you want to come along to that, great photography. Um, if you knew Kat, then mm. um, yeah, you, you know that she loved to laugh. So yes. yeah, so it'd be great to see you Lots there. Lots of voluptuous fabulousness. Yeah, just I've never met anyone quite, like her and she's like she was a loud American who just she was and I would call her a true ally as well for our yeah, rainbow community yeah. and just re- like the bubbliest giggliest person ever yeah. um, lovely person right so we're going to talk about some stuff that's happening um, so uh, in Auckland you may not have heard about it but in Auckland there was three protesters at a drag story time uh, that was being run by Medulla Oblongona at one of the libraries up in Auckland, dealt with beautifully by the police and the library staff that were there, but they closed the library for the afternoon. So this kind of, ex- I believe, is extended from the article that I'm about mm. to read because I think people see what's happening overseas and don't think for themselves and jump on a bandwagon, mm. um, but we'll let the article speak for itself. Uh, so, Tennessee Governor Bill Bill Lee has signed an anti-drag bill into law, effectively banning public performances in the state. The Republicans signed Senate Bill 3 on March the 2nd. It effectively bans drag and vaguely defined adult cabaret performances by taking making it a felony to present one in a location that could be accessed by anyone under the age of 18. The bill defines adult cabaret performance... Uh, is productions that feature male or female impersonators who provide entertainment that appeals to Puritan interests. Make of that what you will. It's a very vague bill. Uh, Not only does this ban public drag, but it could also make pantomime, uh, some Shakespeare productions, and even Pride illegal in the state. Those found guilty of breaching the law face a fine of up to $2,500 and nearly a year in jail. 
A bill which also describes drag performances as harmful to minors is the first of its kind to be enacted in the US. Several similar bills around the country have been proposed and are undergoing legal process in the way to become law. More than 300 anti-LGBTQ plus bills, including those targeting drag, have been proposed since the beginning of the year. Even more are expected to flood over in the next few months, while others that ban gender-affirming care or restrict LGBT plus Q plus freedoms are being debated. Prior to officially signing the law, Lee told the press that he did not believe this was hypocritical after a 1977 picture of him in drag was leaked. A uh, Reddit user posted a picture of Lee in a wig wearing a cheerleader's uniform and a pearl necklace. <laughs> let it go. Let, let it go. Let it go. Does your husband give that to you? Um, a few days after the Republican governor well, uh, vowed to enact the law, the image comes from his high school yearbook. Oh, high school yearbook. Don't children go to schools? Mm. Mm. Uh, they, can, they can access them. When provoked by reporters on why drag is, is only illegal when the gays do it, he argued it was a ridiculous question. Lee said it was wrong conflating something that conflating something like that to sexualise entertainment in front of children, which is a very serious subject. Additionally, one of the bill's sponsors, fellow Republican Toss... <laughs> Chris Todd told the Tennessean that he believed the bill to be common sense. Approach to tackling what he determined what he termed child abuse. In response to the Law Human Rights Campaign wrote that the fight isn't over in preventing anti-LGBTQ plus bills and the American Civil Liberties Union told Tennessee lawmakers we'll see you in court. Um, Now if you if you've been watching it, um, you would have seen, I believe it's John Stewart, uh, mm-hmm. who is a um, satirical comedian, television personality over in the states. Um, Google his interview with a gentleman about talking about this this law because he takes a view on it that I didn't sort of link in, mm-hmm. but now I'm going, this is brilliant. Um, yeah, it's all to do with you know if you want to protect children. You know, don't worry about the drag queens. What about the guns? It's like, well, this is true. That is so true. Um, there's a lot of views on it, but I believe that a lot of this rhetoric is filtering through to people in New Zealand. Um, I know when we've done drag story time here at the Museum, um, we have received a couple of letters of complaint. No one's shown up to protest yet. Um but there are views that it is grooming children, blah blah blah. Um if it's not your thing, it's not your thing and don't worry about going to it or but it's not like people are just leaving their kids there. True. Um a person at the, the event up in Auckland also pointed out it's, it's a little bit like church. Mm. The lady said, Oh, but you know, the children haven't decided to come to this. They've got no choice in the matter mm-hmm. to which the library staff member turned around and said, So it's kinda like church. Um, the kids have no down. choice. Uh, she she went back a little bit on that. Um, it's, no. it's a whole thing, but I say, look, just attend one of the events and mm-hmm. see what it's actually all about because there is nothing, I can assure you, there is nothing remotely sexual about storybook reading. Mm. <laughs> 
particularly when it's books like The Hungry Caterpillar and Giraffes and Ham. Giraffes Can't Dance. Um, uh, what was the other? Oh, Paddington Goes Shopping. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a really, there's a really neat thing going around Facebook at the moment, and it simply says, "I'm not afraid of drag queens, and I'm not afraid of people who oppose them." Yeah. Um, there's also a really cool post uh, that's on Instagram. Um, if you follow Miss Kasha Davis, uh, they do Imagination Station, and it's basically her reading books to kids, and it's brilliant. Um, yeah. They've started doing an online one. It's I listened to a book this morning at like one o'clock in the morning that she read out about a blackbird. It was beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, I think we're on that note, song. we're going to our next song is by a drag queen, uh, uh, the wonderful Ginger Minge. Oh, I love called Pretty. Well, I love Ginger Minge. Here we go. Mama always showed me off to the ladies after Sunday church. She'd say, spin around, child, in your blue dress, show them all of mama's work. And I knew that I had a beautiful smile and a voice like an angel. Okay, well, let's not get carried away. And I looked like Dolly when I just for parties. And every time mama would say, she's as pretty as she can be. Just perfectionary to a T. And she makes it look so easy And we know that she knows she's as pretty as she can be But she doesn't have a big head about it Now I'm older staring in the mirror Wondering what the hell did mama see Cause that pretty girl spinning in her blue dress Ain't the woman staring back at me So I paint on a smile and I hold my head high So my hair don't fall over cause I'm and I look like Dolly when I just for parties Cause I know everyone will say She's as pretty as she can be Just perfectionary to a T And she makes it look so easy And we know that she knows She's as pretty as she can be If you feel pretty, I wanna hear you whistle I said pretty, not puny, come on them lungs behind it. Oh, you're not pretty. You are downright gorgeous. Good. Now you know you're not getting paid for that, right? All my life I've heard people say pretty is all I will ever be. But if they looked inside, they would realize there's a whole lot more to me. I mean, on top of being really pretty. Cause she's as pretty as she can be. Just perfectionary to a T. And she makes it look so easy. And we know that she knows she's as pretty as she can. Know that she knows she's as pretty as she can. Know that she knows she's as pretty as she can be. Well, that's the song. Uh, that was Ginger Minge. We're going over to our next song. It is Seduction by Seduction. Oh, uh, two is... to make it right. Okay. 
That was Seduction. Also, uh, the band that Michelle Visage was in. Mm, way uh, back. Way back in the day. I wondered why that sounded very 80s. Yes. Yeah. Or, you back know. here in lots of spandex. You may know mm. her from such shows as RuPaul's Drag Race, mm. season oh. one, two, three. three. <laughs> well, what no, are they she, she wasn't in 14. one, two, and three. Oh, no, it might have just been from like season four to 14, so the last yeah. ten. Um, mm. All Um So the next band that are coming up, it's the next group that's coming up. Um, it's our last song for the evening. It's by the wonderful Step. If you're a 90s kid, you'll just be getting real giddy right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, why was there one called H? No idea. There was one called H. His real name was Ian, but it was called know. H. Was it because he was a... I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but that, So that'll be our last song. So be, before we go, any uh, infinite words for the people? Yeah, you got anything, Sweet Pea? Um, I'm, still, I'm still reeling from the news from tonight. Um on the loss of a hero, and um, yeah, she was amazing. I still remember her speaking in the house on um, the legislation that would um, take away a lot of the pain and and living hell for sex workers, um, and yeah, that was one of the most passionate and heart-rendering speeches I think I've ever heard in our parliament. Um, and so, yes. Yes, well, you know, I hope she is with uh, being able to play under the rainbow where she is now. So, Oh, that's a bit nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, it might be, I had a few drinks that night. I'm sure it's on video somewhere. I do believe that she was there at the final night of Club Q. Oh, wow. How cool. Yeah, I remember seeing the video of the show yeah. or bits of the video, yeah. and there's a piece at the end which says, um, you know, thank you to everyone who came tonight, and da da da, and we've got Georgina here as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's a memory. But, um, yeah. yeah, what a human being. What yeah. a lovely, so, Georgina, a staunch advocate. Um, we love you and thank you. And everyone else, go and, go and hug a loved one. Yes. Um, stay safe, stay proud, moisturize. Bye.
If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.